All right. Hey, I'm Tony. And I'm Rob. And this is Flicks Worth Watching, where we watch movies and tell you if they're worth watching. Yeah. Yay. So this is our third episode. Um, and before I tell you what movie we watched, I'd like to start off with what we're drinking. Uh-huh. And it goes in the theme with the movie that we watched. I brought it on purpose. <laughs> it does. It's very nice. So uh, it is Bullet Bourbon. And this week we watched, uh, I'm going to get the name wrong, uh, The Saints of Newark. The Many Saints of Newark. The Many Saints. I told you. I said I was going to get the name wrong. And, and you me, did. It's fine. Yeah. The Many Saints of Newark. A, no. A, a Soprano story. Yeah. The Many Saints of Newark, comma, or colon. A Soprano story. Part of the problem uh, with not knowing what the name of the movie is, is we've got the movie poster up here in the studio. Yeah. And uh, it, it says, who made Tony Soprano? So now we're all confused. Now just everybody's confused. IMDb says the many saints of Newark. Yeah. And I keep wanting to say Newark. No, Newark. I know, I know. Ah, so the synopsis of this movie is very extensive. Let me read it for you here. Go for it. Hope you got some time. A look at the formative years of New Jersey's gangster Tony Soprano. That's it. That's good. That is the one. (laughs) Took a lot of effort, that synopsis. (laughs) Yeah, it did. So if you have no idea who Tony Soprano is, you're fucked. Yeah. And I guess good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Mm -hmm. So this was directed by none other than Alan Taylor. He directed a few episodes of Game of Thrones. Okay. All right. Wasn't the last season of Game of Thrones, was it? It was like earlier stuff? It says 2011 through 2017, so probably multiple episodes. Um, All right. Terminator Genesis. Eh, All right. It's okay. And Thor, the Dark World. So the worst Thor. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, the writer is David Chase. Okay. What has he done? He looks Italian. He was born in Mount Vernon, New York, raised in New York, raised in New Jersey. Born David de Cesar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely. He wrote a bunch of the Soprano stuff, a producer on that. Uh, Okay, good. It felt that. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering where the tie-in was going to come from. Fucking Kojak. Kojak? The Night Stalker? I got me. Okay. And then I'll fly away. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right. So, actors. So, um, basically, the movie goes through and kind of tells a story of how Tony Soprano became Tony Soprano. As a person who actually watches Sopranos, I'm like, Rob. Um, listen, okay. Well, let's, let's clear the air right now. If know, you I'm, didn't listen last week, you missed the chastising, we'll say, that I took for, yes, it is true. I haven't seen all of The Sopranos. I have seen a lot of it. I, okay, not a lot. I don't know how many seasons of The Sopranos were there. I don't know. Okay, so enough, I've seen, to, enough to make it not a lot. I've seen a season or two of The Sopranos, plus random sprinkled episodes in here or there. It is true, but but that might be good for the conversation tonight because you are very familiar with The Sopranos, right? I mean, pretty, but I forget a lot of it. I haven't okay. seen it since I, before college. So oh, okay, so it's been a while for you. Yeah, too. what is all that? Right. You know, 15 years. 15 at least, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. my memory's pretty good, but not that great. Um, <laughs> From now on, there's going to be spoilers for the movie. And if you don't want to hear any spoilers for the movie, The Many Saints of Newark, you should probably stop listening right now. Go watch the movie and come back. Because we're going to dig in and talk about the whole thing. From, and, and ruin it for and you. ruin it for you. So go do that. Interestingly, it starts off and... It's being told from the perspective of dead yes. Chris 
Molasanti. Right. It was a, it was a nice way to introduce the narrator because he narrates sort of throughout the movie a little uh, bit here and there. So I found it really interesting that this was told from the perspective of dead Chris. Right. Yeah. Um, at least at least the beginning of the movie kind yeah. of narrated by him. It was kind of in- interesting. Yeah. You know, this is the guy that killed me. He strangled me. Yeah. It's kind of a little tongue in cheek, kind of funny. Yeah. It, it was it was funny because you could tell he still sort of had like some respect for Tony a mm-hmm. little bit, you know, even though, yeah, he kills him. Yeah. The shot is we're pushing slowly pushing in through a cemetery and we're hearing other dead voices, yeah. which threw me at first. I thought, oh, you know, maybe there's people like off camera that we can't see that are talking. Mm-hmm. And then by about the second time, the voice changed. I was like, oh, these are yeah. dead people that are talking. OK. All right. Interesting. And then it cuts to Chris's grave and then the story begins. Right. Yeah. Very, very cool. I thought yeah. it was a nice little intro. Um, Chris's father is played by Alessandro Novella. Mm. Alessandro plays Dickie. Yeah. Lasanti, Richard. Do you know what other movie Alessandro Novella was in? No. Neither did I until I looked it up. Uh, fucking Face Off. Who was he in Face he Off? He plays fucking uh, Caster's brother, Pollux. No. Yes. You are <laughs> shitting me right now. Your mind is blown. No, it's definitely him. No yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> You're right. If you see his photo without the black hair and shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's totally him. Holy shit. And I saw it. So I was like, that looks like the guy I fucking face off. And I clicked on it. It's him. Oh my God. I, I never picked up on that the whole movie. And I love face off. Yeah. So <laughs> great, great, great movie. Um, John Berthall, Berthall, how do you say his Ber- name? Ber- Berthall, Berthnall, Berthnall, Bernthal. Bernthal. Yeah. B E R N T H. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, just read for the podcast while we were setting up, I looked looking on Facebook, and he's going to return as the Punisher. So nice. As a reboot, though. Well, so they, they had an issue with, there's some sort of weird thing with Netflix owning the rights to, to those characters for a little bit, and then they lost the rights to use those characters because the they were they only paid for them for a certain number of years and then um, Disney was going to own them back mm. basically essentially they they said okay you can use some of the characters like they gave i think i don't remember the list off the top of my head but hopefully it wasn't iron fist we don't need that oh, character God. back but uh, but ha- happy to see that he does the punisher yeah, so well fucking guttural yell <laughs> Yeah, that was my best John Marthal impression. It's not great. Okay. Moving on. Okay, yeah, you probably, you probably right. he plays Johnny Soprano, Tony's father. Yes, we don't see much of him in the movie. Yeah, he goes away to prison for a chunk of it. So Corey Stoll plays Junior Soprano, and I recognized him from fucking Ant Man. He plays the bad guy. No, I know, I know. I'm having a trouble putting his the bad face. guy in Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't picture him for some reason, he's but the, he's the bad guy in, in Ant Man. He's the guy who has yeah, the technology. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah, if yeah. I just kept saying it, yeah, I knew you needed to get it. No, but, I mean I got it. I know who fucking I know who Ant Man is, but he's I He's the bad guy. He's Ant-Man. the bad guy. Ray Loilita plays whoa, Hollywood. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pronounce the man's name correctly. Oh, I'm saying like the like the movie Lolita, isn't it? Leota. Leota. Ray Leota yeah. is in this fucking movie. I apologize. Because of course he is, because he's in every <laughs> fucking gangster movie that's ever been made. It's I'm required. Sure. It's required. Ray Leota plays yes. Hollywood Dick Mulasanti. <laughs> and then Michael Gandolfini plays young Tony. Yes. And I think that's really about it as far as known actors. Yeah, I, I was assuming that a lot of the a lot of the the other guys, Paulie and Sal and those guys, were probably played by no name people, but I didn't I didn't look it up. So 
So there's a character in the a new character it gets brought up, Harold McBriar, and he play is played by my motherfucking homie Leslie Odom Jr. He was great. No, he did a good job. Was is, so. This is a question coming from somebody who hasn't watched all of the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Is Harold in the Sopranos at all? You have no idea. Yeah, I totally forget. Okay, he didn't come across as being like, "Oh shit, it's Harold!" Right when I saw him, but he could okay. he could have been mentioned because he the plays show. a very pivotal role in this movie. Oh yeah, he like yeah. and he's. Well, I'll get to the yeah. Well, too we'll far, get there. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He also like he like, put on a little bit of a little bit of muscle. He did. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't like super swole, but he just definitely looked larger. Thirty pounds of yeah. like of of meat on yeah. the man's body. He had some shoulders. Yes, unlike he did in Hamilton. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and in the nationwide insurance commercial. Yes, nationwide is on your side. Oh shit, Leslie, he's in. He's in the studio. Oh, he's here. That was, oh, that was good. I'm sorry. I'm a little tired. My voice is not there yet. <clears throat> Movie starts out. It kind of goes through the spiel of you know how Tony killed Chris and how Chris's father and Tony were very close, and then we see Richard Dickey, Chris's mm-hmm. father. Yeah, his father comes home, Hollywood Dick, right, uh, with a new woman. Ray Liotta shows up with a mail order bride somehow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's gonna give me some children. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, it, it made sense at first, right? He's a, he's a mobbed up guy. They didn't really say so, but it sounds like he met her over in Italy or mm-hmm. somewhere over there because she doesn't speak any English and brings her back. And God damn, is she a gorgeous looking woman? She's pretty. She reminded me a little bit of a uh, Camila Cabello. Yes. Bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Kind of saw it. I thought it was her for a second. I thought it was too. Yeah. 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 Well, but it was not. It wasn't. No. <laughs> she was played by. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck this name up. Michaela. De Rossi. Okay. Yeah, she's in. She's in nothing. She was in nothing. Okay. I mean, obviously she's been in stuff, but nothing we would know about. Okay. Moving right along. So I knew right away. Right, right away. Right away. She's fucking. Somebody she's else. fucking somebody else. A hundred percent. Yeah. I read. <laughs> and I figured it was gonna be uh, Dicky. You know what I mean? Oh, you thought it was going to be Dicky? Yeah, right, right out the gate. Yeah. They were, you know, kept making the eyes at the, the table. Yeah. You know, and then I was like, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be fucking. It was, I mean, it was, it wasn't subtle at all. No, it was yeah. not subtle. I was, I was hoping it wasn't going to be right away. It wasn't right away. I mean, not right away, but I thought there was going to be a little more of a will they, won't they thing. And maybe it wouldn't happen until act two or something yeah. later in the movie. But no, it was it was. Did you find it weird that his dad slept upstairs and they and Dickie and his wife slept downstairs? It was weird. Yeah. Right. It was kind of weird. Right. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah, were yeah. In, they were in the same house when his dad's like fucking and he's. It was fucking weird. It was weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was I was confused for a lot of, of of that whole thing because it was I kept forgetting that that was his son. Mm. I thought maybe it was just a bodyguard at first because you know they they roll over the names so quickly and then they're just calling each other by the first names because that's what you do in real life you don't yeah. call, you know so I kept getting confused on who was related to who and whose kids were whose because they were just kind of everywhere yeah and especially like what characters were characters when they were young yes I had no idea. Who, uh, well, I'll get his name wrong. Sal- Salvatore, Sal-, Sal was. Right, yeah. Out the gate because he had the comb over. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck character had a comb over in the show? And then he starts putting the wig on. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. it's, uh, it's fucking, uh, Sal. I thought I thought the casting for for young young Tony Soprano was pretty good too. Like the yeah. kid who plays him for the first little bit of the movie. He looked like a little bit like Tony's son in the show. Yeah. A little you know bit. I mean? mm-hmm. little, little Anthony. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. We kind of get 
the relationship building of the characters, right? Let's see. How, uh, Hollywood Dick's girl, new girlfriend's name is Giuseppina. How do you say her name? I don't even fucking know, dude. Giuseppe? <sighs> Giuseppe? Giuseppe? <laughs> Giuseppe. <laughs> it's the girlfriend. The girlfriend. No. Well, well, yeah. She has a name. Giuseppina? I mean, Giuseppina. Yeah, we're messing that name up. You Fuck. can feel free to laugh at us. Um, oh, so, they're laughing. Yeah, so... Uh, she's he, so I wrote this line down because I thought it was funny. Little little uh, correspondence between Hollywood Dick and her mm-hmm. when she gets out of the uh, the class for speaking yeah. speaking English. Yeah, and he, she goes. He goes like, "What'd you learn today?" And she goes, "This is his bowl. This is his bowl. Like, whose bowl? Spot." <laughs> I think I wasted my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't speak any English. She she he's paying for these English classes at a school or some yeah. shit. Uh, but he speaks Italian. Yeah. So they speak Italian together. It's just he's trying to get her to learn, learn English because she's self-conscious about it. Yeah. And so on. Yeah, that, that part was funny. Very funny. Dickie turns out is working with Leslie Odom Jr.'s character, Harold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold actually works for Dickie. It seems like almost like his right-hand man when it starts out. Yeah. It, it kind of comes into he's actually beating up a little black kid to get money from so, for some reason, right? Right, yeah. Um, And lets the kid go, lets him live, you know, get his money back the other day. Uh, and then cut forward. Kid still is not paying still up. Still not paying up. It's been we don't know exactly how long, but some time has passed in, yeah. in the movie. Yeah, Dicky basically calls Harold a little bitch. Yeah, you know, indis- indiscreetly. I forget, what what is his, his exact words for it? He kind of goes, "Aren't you embarrassed or something like that?" Because yeah. because I would be. Yeah, is what he says. Exactly. Something along those lines. Because it's just some street punk, and he's making you look like a fool, kind of thing. Well, a big fool. I mean, he's Harold. He's he's put on some weight now. Yes, put on some weight. So. Cut to next scene. Kids running mm-hmm. uh, from Harold, we assume, yeah. and he runs into a uh, army office. Yeah, a little recruitment office. Like he's about to apply for the army, and, and yeah. I did not expect Harold to fucking bust down that door with that shotgun <laughs> and blow that kid away. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either, and it was funny because I thought, well, not wasn't funny. Rest in peace, young young man. But <laughs> I thought it was a warning shot. The army officer puts up his hands and oh, I don't want any trouble or yeah. something like that, and he just shoots the the shotgun one time, and the mirror just explodes behind the kid, and the kid goes down. But no, he fucking wasted that kid, killed him. Yeah, done. And the army guys like, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't start the war. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like <laughs> <laughs> ain't about you, sir. No, it isn't. No. Oh man, yeah, that was crazy. Very crazy. That was crazy. that was a great. Great set of sequences. My movies seem to do it the best where things are going normal and then all of a sudden they're violent like in a moment. You know, there's not a lot of fucking around. It's just all of a sudden guns are out and people are dying. Yeah. You know, and I like I really like that about this scene in particular, but also it happens no. several times in the movie. Very awesome. Very yeah. awesome. So at this point, it was hard for me to figure out in the movie who the main character was. Right. Yeah. I was like, because obviously you go into it think it's about Tony. Yes. And they're not focusing on him at all. That was my biggest surprise is that you watched a trailer for this movie mm-hmm. and it's cut specifically like it's a Tony Soprano perspective. Kind of like the first movie. God, there's a fucking word for it. Prequel? Pre- no, 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 not prequel. Origin story? Origin story. Yes, origin story. Thank you. It is origin story. I know it is. I know. But, but in an origin story, you only see the story through that one character. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, he's almost like a secondary character. He's, yeah, he's not even it's like it feels like it's not even about him. Yeah, it's it about fe- it's about Dicky. Yeah, so that was weird. Figuring out not only figuring out who the main character was, but they weren't really great about who the boss is. Like we knew that Dicky was running shit, but it also felt like there were some other people involved, and I could never really tell if it was like Dicky or his dad or. So I think it was before we get to that. I think Dicky's dad's running it. You think it's Dicky Senior's yeah, running it, so and Hollywood. then it's Dicky and and uh, Tony's dad. 
are equals. Are equals, okay. Yeah. So I think that's how I took it to be. Kind of like a side scene to kind of set off like the yeah, the 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 tension in the city that kind of sets things off. Yeah. So Dickie's driving down the street, pulls up the police station, asks what's going on. They say, you know, um, the cop kind of tells him, hey, you know, kind of cops were up with a black guy up, killed him. And uh, now they're kind of protested here. And they know that they put two guys in the hospital, man. Uh, so anyway, Dickie kind of chuckles, like whatever, and kind of starts to drive, kind of go backwards in reverse. And what he's doing, he gets fucking blasted in the head with a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Gets all pissed off. Gets out of the car. Gets like, out of the car, which mistake number one. If if you if people are throwing shit at your car, you never get out of the car. It takes a serious psychopath to throw <laughs> an object at a moving car, just in general. Right? A stranger's car. Like right. if it's somebody you know and you fucking hate them and you're you know, you're trying to get back at them for something, fine. I mean, don't ruin somebody's car, but I, I would understand that. But if a random fucking person throws something out your car, you don't get out of the car. You just keep fucking driving. Yeah. And to explain, he has a convertible. He's a convertible. So that's yeah, how he gets yeah. hit in the head with the bottle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so he hit, hops out of the car and he's like looking around at who did it. And of course, he can't find him. He can't find him. And of course cu- not. And he cuts back to his car. People, I don't, I don't know why people just do this. Why do people just, <sighs> just shake the car? Like, <laughs> well, they're trying to flip it. So you have to. They were doing to, a horrible job. You have to rock like They it. were on both sides. They were on both sides. You got to <laughs> rock it back and forth, and then eventually you can get it, and it'll you know momentum and it'll flip it over but yeah so he pulls a gun out kind of scares him away ends up driving home yeah and he ends up kind of like he gets to it's not really home he goes to like either a height not a hideout but uh everybody's kind of there yeah and he kind of look outside right yeah and they see the fires right you know so the whole city's basically burning at this point yeah i was not expecting all of the race stuff to be in this movie like oh no i mean i know it that that was the time frame when it was happening Mm -hmm. and when it was it was bad but I didn't expect it out of the movie. Again, there was nothing in it from the trailers. No. It was just totally blindsided. And not to be like the main storyline. Right, almost, yeah. Right? Like yeah. It's, it's about these riots. Right. It, yeah. It's about the riots. And then eventually it's about Harold and his crew versus Dickie and his crew. Yeah. The violence and shit that was going on. Like we see young black men looting and police just fucking shooting them on oh, the streets yeah. and shit. Killing children, children, yeah, young kids. Yeah. It was it was fucking crazy. Yeah, no, it was it was wild. Not dude. expecting that at all. No, Is, you, was it based on a real riot that I'm, happened? Yeah, I'm gonna, that'd be my assumption. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. So speaking of that, when uh, they're looting and things like that, um, a black kid gets killed. I think that's the turning point for Harold, mm-hmm. right? Because he's on the street walking down, sees the kid get murdered, sees the kid get shot, and he just stares and kind of watches it, and the mother cry. And I think that's the turning point where he's like, I'm, I, I want to leave this city. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, do something different. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, we go, we go back to um, Hollywood Dick. So Dickie's dad is with uh, his his girlfriend. And apparently she's on the Hunter period. Mm-hmm. And she has her douche, or the fuck, her <laughs> douche bag or something in the bathroom. Her, you know, her feminine products. And yeah. he flips the fuck out like an yeah. insensitive dude. He yeah, is. yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, oh my God, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that stuff. Ah. He flips out, pulls her off the bed from like a deep slumber. Yes. And then he, she's cussing out an Italian. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up trying to run down the stairs. And he kind of like kicks her. Mm-hmm. He, he helps her down the stairs. He, <laughs> he kind of gives he, a little, little he push. Gui- he guides her down the <laughs> little stairs. little push. Oh, yeah. So she like hits her head off the, the wall, you know. Yikes. And she, she's crying. The stunt man or woman, whoever it was that did the fall down the stairs was... Yeah. I mean, they held on it the whole way as, as tumbled down the steps. No, it definitely looked painful. Oh, man. <laughs> God. So, and he just kind of walks the fuck off. Yeah. Like, no like shits. an asshole. And so his son asks him the next day, uh, hey, you know, 
Actually, he sees the, he sees the girl. He sees the girl first. first. Yeah, he and shows up and she's outside and she's she's upset. And this is when we get more of that. They're yeah. clearly into each other yeah. sort of thing, you know. And he's he's sort of flirting with her a little bit, and he's asking, oh, you know, what's wrong? What happened? I fell in the shower. Yeah, with, with the glasses on. Well, yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> should wear glasses in the shower. You wouldn't fall. Yeah, yeah. And he takes the glasses off her, and then of course she just leans in and kisses him. Yeah. Everyone was expecting to happen. What the fuck you doing? He's inside. He's going to see me. You, you, that's my father. You're married to, married to the man. Oh, jeez. It's my stepmother. Oh, he gets all pissed off, right? Yeah. So then he cuts back to him and his uh, Dickie and his father. His father's actually about to go to, I think, the doctor's office to get some some blood thinner medicine. He said something like that, right? Yeah. Who knows yeah. Where, where, if he was actually going to go do that or not. Right. I don't He's know. probably going to fuck somebody else that's what they do basically <laughs> this whole movie is fuck other people but dickie senior's in the car dickie jr comes out says what are you doing oh, i'm gonna go get blood thinner so he hops in the car next to him and says i'll go with you yeah and then he starts the conversation of like you know what was going on last night i heard you know he's in the same house so he heard her fall down the steps so he he knows what's going yeah. on she got two left feet yeah you know what his dad said some bullshit like that you know you hit my mother I was young back then. Yeah. I'm not young anymore. I'm not putting up with that shit anymore, dad. Don't fucking hit women. Yeah. A good moral to live by. Yeah. So his dad does the stupidest thing ever. Mm-hmm. All, all I do is marry fucking sluts, yeah. which then sets his son in a rage, rightfully so. You call my mom a slut? So they, they start to they start a little scuffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little scuffle. And his dad somehow put the car in drive, I guess, or was already in drive. And right. decides to press the gas. Uh, and they run into the, the garage and crash, and um, they're kind of scuffling more. And his son takes his dad's head and just bashes it into the steering wheel over and over again, and over until he stops moving. Yes, and he's dead. He kills his father. Yep. So at this point, Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus took the wheel and banged his head and against bashed it, bashed his fucking brains out, dude. <laughs> Lesson be learned, y'all: don't hit women Mm-mm. or call people's mom sluts because they milk you. I thought he was just gonna fake it out like he just crashed in the garage. Like, mm, right? Like, yeah. Oh, I just let me set the body up. He was obviously drinking or something, you know, like, and he just put the gas and crashed the garage. It's tough for that to be the case because he had just so many steering wheel wounds on his forehead. <laughs> well, he banged his head multiple times when it hit the thing. It was kind of, yeah, it bounced. So, I mean, this is like the 60s. There's no cops with that dope back then. And I guess like, he has four steering wheels. No, this right. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So I thought he was going to roll with that until Tony showed up. Yeah. Oh, Uncle Dickie, yeah, what are you doing in there? Oh, not the fuck, Tony, go the fuck home. Why are you doing all this riots outside, man? And then his wife comes out the fucking window. Hey, why you, you honking the horn out there? Are you hungry? <laughs> I can make you some some gobble goo. You yeah. want some? You want some? You want some applesauce? Some fucking applesauce. Come back inside. <laughs> you want some pork chops? I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know what the applesauce? What the fuck are you talking about? Applesauce. Get inside. There's a murdered body back here, asshole. <laughs> he, like, he shuts the garage with like halfway, and he's trying to like hide it and shit. And Tony's like, "Hey, he's like, what are you doing, Uncle Dicky? I'm working on the car, man. Can I watch you work on the car? No, go to fuck home. Like he's just like trying to hide this body. He just killed his father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. was kind of like a, yeah, a, a weird like a. Uh, Funny scene, dark funny, I guess. Mm-hmm. His plan is to take his dad to his car shop, yes, and set it on fire, like like it was an accident in the, in the riots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. then he's driving his dad. All these people run by his car, yeah, and it was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, a tank rolls across with like, yeah, thirty army dudes yeah. or something just walking around, artillery gun and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> it stops in the middle of the intersection, and then the turret 
swings over and points right at the car he's in. And I don't know if there would ever be a scarier thing to fucking happen. Oh, I'd probably than- shit myself. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, like, the cops kind of roll up to the car yeah. and don't see his dad leaned his, over his on the on the murdered, dashboard. The murdered body of his father there. Yeah, he's so, like, oh, you guys are white. You're fine. Yeah, Just go, go on. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead, sir. He's white. <laughs> this one's white don't worry about it guys yeah though there's a body in there that body was white too so it's yeah. fine all right just just move along ridiculous that was crazy that that part i was just like like maybe maybe i buy that if if he puts his dad in a trunk or something i don't know like what do you think he sleep with his head on the dashboard bleeding everywhere because there's his face oh, yeah. is just covered in oh blood. he fucked his face up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so very very weird it was weird takes him to this this shop Sets them on fire. Shop mm-hmm. burns down. Nice. When the shop blew up, mm-hmm. that was one of the most realistic explosions I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't over the top. It was mm-hmm. just boom, smoke. You know, yeah, like yeah, it looked yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. probably would have. The entire building didn't explode. Yeah. It was just some, you know, out the windows, basically, yeah. a little bit. So yeah. I thought good. that was done pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. <laughs> so at the funeral, uh, I laughed this part. So um, who is it? Who brings the TV? It's somebody who owes Joey Coco Diaz's character some money. Yeah, it was Paulie. Paulie or Sal. They bring so. a TV yeah, in, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna pay you money." I owe, you, I owe you three grand. Like, here's, you know, he's yeah. like, "I don't want, you know, I don't want the TV. It's, it's, it's RCA. The fuck am I gonna do with this?" <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they take the TV in the back of the room, the back room of the funeral. Right. People are crying, and they turn it on, and they're watching fucking like Bonanza or something stupid. It's loud yeah, and it's, it's obnoxious. It's loud. You can hear it from the fucking funeral. You know the open casket is right there everybody's all sad and crying and then you can fucking hear the tv yeah. going off so dickie's already kind of like tripping out because he killed his dad and he's right. you know he's distraught doesn't what the fuck's going on here's his tv it flips the fuck out and runs the room and just drop kicks the he fuck just fucking <laughs> levels that tv that i love that whole series of events right it starts off very serious because dickie is like looking at his his dead father, he knows what he did. And then you've got these goofball guys <laughs> like fucking around with his TV and they're messing with the antennas and shit. And then you can hear it click off like in the distance. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And when he goes in and destroys that TV, like that looks, that shit look real. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like kick the fuck out of that TV. Yeah. 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 Hey. Hey. Oh. The fucking father's dead in there. Oh, dude, it was great. Yeah. It was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. great. It was it's, a great scene. So um, I think in parallel with this, um, Tony's dad gets arrested for an illegal card game mm-hmm. and goes to prison. So now because Hollywood Dick is dead, Dickie is now the boss. Right. And uh, I believe Tony's dad goes to prison for four years. Yeah, four. Yeah, yeah it was minimum two, max of four or five. I, yeah, it wasn't really clear. They didn't put up like year numbers as to how many years go by. Yeah. After his dad dies, Dickie then goes to visit his dad's twin brother okay in in prison so i (laughs) (laughs) a much younger looking ray right yeah and a much less crazy ray like first ray is fucking coked out of his mind he looks half in the bag like in every fucking scene yeah and then you know his twin that's in the jail is very stoic and super calm and whatever i kept going back and forth because i Mm. get it ray Liotta is a hell of an actor but just the the confusion that hit my body when Dickie sits down at the table 
and Ray Liotta in a different haircut comes and sits down. I was like, did we go into a flashback? Like, yeah. is this, did he go, is this when he's going to visit his dad in jail and mm. he's having some sort of like crisis where he's thinking about some good times he spent with his dad? I was just so fucking confused. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, it's going to be his twin. Ugh, I just sort yeah. of think like, just cast somebody else. Like, do you want Ray Liotta to be the crazy coked out gangster guy or the guy in prison? Mm-hmm. Having him play both roles is just kind of weird for yeah. me. I don't know if you felt that way or not. No, I thought it was very weird when I first saw him. I was so confused. Like, what the fuck is it? Oh, his twin brother? This is gonna play out like he's gonna come out and be the boss. Hey man, the dresser has my dad and come out. You know, like I didn't know mm. where that was gonna go for a second. <laughs> like you know, you you can be him too. So I was like, ah. but he wants to do a good deed. So he wants to bring. He says, "I like jazz. Bring me a Miles Davis album." Goes leaves to go do that. Right. So then we kind of have a little moment here. I wrote this, this line down because I thought it was really funny. Dickie goes to visit Tony. They're very close. Close now that his dad's gone. Dickie's more around more. Right. And Tony's reading a comic book. And he's like, why don't you read these superhero books, you know? He's like, oh, this is about the Jews doing something, you know, this Jewish guy doing whatever. And he goes, I didn't know they had Jews back in the Middle Ages. And Tony goes, well, the Bible. The Bible. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dickie starts to basically screw uh, his father's mistress. Yes. And I'm wondering the whole time, where the fuck is his wife? Was he married in the movie? Yes. Who's he married to? Dad, his wife. I don't know what her name was, but she was there at the dinner table when he they first met. You know, his dad's girlfriend, and she's at the funeral with him when his dad died. I have no idea what this woman looks like. His she she looks similar to. She's the one of you know, Do you want the, you want the pork chops and the gabagool? Oh, that was his wife. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So. We need more scenes with her in it, and I would have I would have cast somebody with different hair, blonde hair, yeah, blonde yeah, hair. So you immediately know he's with his wife, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but I was like the 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 bro code amongst Italian men in the, in the mob, where you can just roll around with your side chick like that, yeah, out in public, and no one says a word to your wife. Not only can you roll around out in public with your side chick and nobody talks, but you can roll around in public with your dead father's. <laughs> X X side chick and nobody fucking cares. No, that was the craziest. And not expect you took your fucking father out right. Take his like it wasn't like it was. There was no line in there at all about hey like what's going on with you and so and so. I kept waiting for it and they didn't care. No one cared. Nobody cared. Give a damn. Which says a lot about who those guys are. Oh yeah. I just kept waiting for it to happen and because I you know that would have been a good. Like a little back and forth with yeah. Dickie to have with somebody like mind with, your own fucking business, yeah. you know, whatever. But but no, they didn't no, even question. No it. one gave a shit. Nobody gave a shit. So he's out with his side chick, his side piece, Dickie is with uh his dad's mistress. And uh Harold comes into the bar and he's like, Hey man, I'm I'm out, you know, let me borrow I think he said a thousand, a thousand bucks. A thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll give you five. He's like, you don't don't pay me back. I don't want to owe you. Yeah. I want to keep this friendship intact kind of thing. Right. I don't so, want to have to come find you because he says, oh, no, I'll pay you back. And he's like, yeah. no, just this is a gift. So while they're doing that, you know, Giuseppina. Just, yeah. Gives, gives Harold gives him the, the, eyes. The, the, the fuck eye. Like the she get, bedroom yeah. eyes, And he's dude. like, yo, don't look over there. You yeah. Know? Keep your eyes over here. Don't, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's all about it. She got that jungle fever. She, she got <laughs> She got it bad. <laughs> Yeah, so she wants some dark meats, you know. Yes. She was definitely, definitely feeling Harold, and the Harold walks off kind of, you know, and leaves. Yeah, you, know? he, you could tell he wanted to go talk to her specifically, and then Dickie says, you already said your goodbyes, like, get the yeah, fuck out of here, yeah. kind of, you know, and so he does, he turns and leaves. So, again, more confusion for me. More confusion, yeah. Um, at this point, I thought uh, Giuseppina was going to be uh, Chris's mom, and oh. because he says, my wife can't get pregnant, Okay, but then she gets pregnant. Yes, 
later in the movie. Yeah. And has Chris. Mm-hmm. So I'm really confused on if she really got pregnant. Right. Or I'm assuming that she really got pregnant because you figured they would have played that up with uh, the mistress a lot more like, that's my baby, you know. So I'm assuming she got pregnant. But he said, like, oh, my wife can't get pregnant, you know. So yeah. I thought that was kind of going to be a thing. Yeah. But it's also the... I don't know, 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever time period it was. Like, medicine, eh, mm. it's come a long way since yeah. those days. So, you know, when somebody says, we can't get pregnant, like, who the fuck knows? Yeah. <laughs> she can't get pregnant. I'm fucking and she know nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah. The gobblegool's not working with us. No, 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 I'm sorry. I apologize. Any my Italian friends. No, that's good. <laughs> so, Tony's dad, years cut forward. Tony's older now. Yes. Uh, he's in high school. Yeah. I think he's a, either a sophomore or a freshman. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah his yeah. dad comes home to the weakest fucking surprise ever. Yes. And uh, I think this sets him off into a little rage. Yeah. He's mad because there's black folk living in the neighborhood now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a doctor. I'm going, fuck what he is. You know, he's all pissed <laughs> off. And so the whole time, uh, Tony's mom, you know, his dad's wife, is trying to like be nice. Be oh, nice. I cooked this, made that, and he was like, "You let, but you let black people in the neighborhood." <laughs> he like just keeps bringing it back, like what's neighbors going to shit now? You let this yeah. happen? Yeah, yeah. It's one black family, <laughs> and they looked fairly nice. And yeah. apparently, he's a doctor, so yeah. You know. He was so upset about this, and then like she comes out like pissed off, and, like I cooked this shit for you, fuck you, and he's like, and they're like, "Whoa, just can you calm down? The man's been in prison for years." Like, <laughs> you know, like all of a sudden, they got flipped back on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah, and then he like shits on his daughter too, Janice. Mm-hmm. You know, She's, yeah. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? <laughs> Go change. That's what the kids like today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind your own business. I thought it was um, the the casting of Tony's mother in the movie. Mm. She was so much like Tony's wife in the show. So oh he yeah, has yeah, some yeah. Serious mommy issues. Yeah, yeah. And you can they they allude to that a little bit oh, in, the, yeah. in the movie. He married someone just like his ma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When they have the dinner. Mm-hmm. The whole little like the surprise dinner. They bring baby Chris down, little tiny baby Chris, and some definitely some foreshadowing here. Oh yeah. Tony goes to reach for Chris. He's like, "Oh, yeah, Christopher!" And baby starts crying like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I don't know why he's so scared of me." I don't know why. And then the old lady says, "Some babies, when they come into the world, know all kinds of things from the other side." Right. And you know, like, and I was like, "Yeah, man, that's that's you know, a little touchy, a little touchy." A little, yeah. <laughs> so foreshadowing that you know. You know, the baby Chris knows that one day Tony will betray him. Right. Yeah. So that kind of scene kind of plays out. And then we cut to soul brother number one out here at a slam poetry concert. Leslie Odom Jr. is now, you know, he's got a fro. He's nice and clean shaven now. You yes. know, he's he's a he's a militant black man, yeah. you know, deep in the community. You know, I like to say um, with, with his people listening to slam poetry, you know, about, you know, being a strong black man. and Wake up. Yeah. Wake, wake up. So <laughs> He is he has had a, a change and he's actually back in uh Jersey now. He left because he had a warrant out for killing that kid. Right. So he's back now and he's trying to basically run his own thing. I thought that that whole thing was happening in a different city. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that he was back now yeah. in in the city because there's also a scene where Dickie in the in the convertible and he pulls up to visit him at the mechanic shop or whatever he's yeah. working out of. He's back in the city then. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, did they fucking drive all the way to where he was somehow like out of the blue? No. Yeah. You know, so that I would have liked to see like city titles or some shit yeah. or or at least give me something from where he went and what he did when he was in the other city yeah because that was kind of confusing harold approaches the car and he is standing in front of Josephina yeah, on the passenger side on the passenger yeah. side and he's talking with dickie like but he keeps sort of making eyes at her and he says hey why don't you come around over here and talk, and talk <laughs> to me on this side, talk to you on this side. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fucking, he just knows. Like, he God. just knows. God damn, stop making eyes at my woman, dude. <laughs> Man. I wondered if if part of that was that Harold knew she was the side chick, and so he didn't feel oh, any yeah. certain way about it. And plus, he didn't fucking care. He yeah. knew he knew that the war was coming at mm-hmm. this point, and you know didn't didn't phase him. Yeah, um, got soldiers now. Yeah, so Dicky now is also now deeper, deeper in with his mistress. Yes. Now, which yeah. is his father's mistress. Now his mistress because he's also married. Mm-hmm. He bought a house now, living out of it. And she has a funny line because she wants to open up a hair salon. Yeah. And she goes, uh, the lady she's talking to like, oh, you can do hair in like uh, Beverly Hills. And she was like, I should move to Beverly's Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I should move to Beverly's Hills. That was that was so genuine, that, that line. Yeah, it was great. I should move to Beverly's Hills. Another funny line too, because they're now they're kind of living together. So he's staying there on Wednesdays. I don't know how his schedule, but he's he's living two lives with his right. mistress and his and his yeah. wife at home. And I would again, I would have loved to see more conflict between his his life with his wife and his life. It was with so his easy to cheat. Yeah, it was like super simple. Like yeah, it just it was like living. I don't know, like going to school or something. Yeah, I I forgot he was married. Like you, you never saw his wife. No, never. And his the mistress kind of loses that. She says something about like these these girls are cool with being at home and just waiting on their man and yeah. you know being comfortable. They don't care. They have their own lives. Mm-hmm. I want my own life. So there's a funny scene where he's he's eating. You know, she cooked him some food. And mm-hmm. She wants to get a new sink. Wearing a nice little negligee too at this point. Yeah, yeah. And she he says uh, she's like I want I want to get a new sink in the house. You know, trying to make you know, remodeling. And they're like the thing is when you start with the sink, you're like we should do everything while we're at it, and then it spins out of control. <laughs> <laughs> like it just reminds me of like my shit at my house, right? Like, oh, we should we should like just change this one room, and all of a sudden you're like, all of a sudden you're doing the whole fucking house. He was like, you start with this thing, then you're like you should we should do everything else, and all of a sudden you're out of out of control. And it's like it's so true, you know? How do you get the revolving your whole house? We wanted to change the sink. <laughs> <laughs> we started with the kitchen sink, all and now need, here yeah. we are. And here we are. This is a new house. I don't even know. <laughs> for all the ladies out there that are listening, anytime you want your man to do anything for you. Cooking food and and wear negligee. We will do whatever, unless apparently you're a fucking Italian because yeah. that dude he was just an asshole. No, he's sitting there. You know she's looking beautiful, making him this wonderful food, and he's eating up. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, hey, yeah. fuck you! Yeah, what are you yeah. doing? A sink? Oh my god!" Yeah. I'm like, geez, the balls on this yeah. guy, you know. And then she she says a funny line because they get into a little fight, and then you can tell she's struggling with the words, which was a good little touch. Mm. And then she yells at him something in Italian and storms off. And he's like, "Hey, where are you going?" And she's like, "I'm fucking cold. I'm getting my you know rope. Yeah, like, yeah. like you know, this shit ain't happening anymore. Yeah. Like that." And she's like storming. Yeah. So then he comes in all pissed off, putting his pants on. Yeah. I'm going home to my wife now. Yeah. She's like, motherfucker. You yeah. know, just like yells at him. And yeah, that part was fucking crazy. I think then we cut to the, the car scene now where Tony's dad is driving with, you know, his his mom, his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got Dickie and his his wife actually now in the back seat. Convertible and, top down. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking Tony's mom is fucking bitching like she bitches. The lighting on it was all very good. Mm-hmm. They they have shadows going over the actors. It was very clearly green screenshot, but they didn't fuck there was no wind blowing on oh, any of them. Yeah, yeah. They're they're the so, calmest drive ever. The very calm and they're going pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And I get it, the people up front, maybe they're not getting a lot of wind because the windows were up. Yeah. Maybe they're not getting a lot of wind in their hair, but the people in the back are getting blasted by the wind. Something. And they're all wearing scarves and coats and shit and their hair is just like 
barely fluttering at all. <laughs> it's like, man, you guys need to turn those fans up a little yeah, bit more because it was just or put the top. Well, they didn't. He never drove around with the top up really. No, it, in the car. it doesn't rain in Jersey. It yeah. <laughs> When those does not rain in New Jersey, come on now. And then no top and no damn credible. Tony's Tony's dad. parents are in yeah, the front. Yeah, up yeah. front. And she's bitching and he's like sort of just taking it for yeah. a minute. And then all of a sudden He pulls his fucking pistol. Pulls a pistol out and just I, I thought he was gonna shoot her. I thought he shot her. <laughs> I thought he shot her in the fucking head. I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> he puts a bullet, so she's got an updo with her hair, so it goes just through the top of her scarf and her hair. And out, yeah, and she just sort of like looks over at him, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right, and like, and then just back to like, it was back to normal, like he had done it before, like, like he had done it so many times, <laughs> like you just shoot like, at like your wife's scarf more than once. He has done this because the second time she's like, uh, "Again, like you're gonna do that again?" <laughs> and this was just like, like looking over him, like, really, really, in front of company, you're gonna do this shit? <laughs> okay, I guess. Dude, it was so funny because again, you can you can feel what he's like. Just fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Bow. Oh my god! Didn't that, even phase her. Didn't you? No, phase her. It was so it's how big of a bitch she yeah. was. And you think that you know that would that would cause divorce or no? They're together the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, when she gets mad, uh, sorry, Josephina, when she gets mad at uh, Dicky for leaving, going back home, with his wife, I knew she'd be fucking Harold. Oh, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. we cut back to them, and, sh- and she's that's fucking. what's happening. Yeah, and she's <laughs> she and she is unimpressed. Yes, unimpressed. I thought I thought having sex with a black man would be different. He was uh, like, uh, uh, "Was it? Yeah, no, no." <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it was not. No, it wasn't. That was that was funny. And then and then he's he mentions, oh, like our Italians so you know so good, you know whatever. And she's like, yeah, if you feed them. <laughs> so yeah, so I thought it was cool because they were playing Shuggy Otis in the background. Uh, what Shuggy Otis? I don't know what that is. Is the artist that was playing? There was like a song called uh, I think it's called Purple. Okay, it's pretty awesome. All right, um, yeah, that's playing in the background. I was like, oh fuck yeah, Shuggy Otis man. Harold now is into uh, planning out the worst takeover in mob history. Just the worst. His plan is to uh, just kill the bookie mm-hmm. in broad daylight. Well, so not they, not the boogie. Kill the the runner, like the runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the, the whatever the term is for the guy that goes and does all the collections. Yeah, yeah gets the money. So Dicky has a guy running around to these different spots collecting the money that from from the bookies. Right. And uh, Harold decides to kill this guy in broad daylight, and everyone knows it's him. Right. Don't know what Harold expected to happen. No. After this point, Mm-mm. besides retaliation. Right. <laughs> Uh, and that's what Dickie does. Yes. Dickie goes against his cousin, his soldier. Right. Wakes up out of bed. And I'm glad he wasn't just like a punk. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he kind of like, he fires his gun three or four times while he's time. getting attacked. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not giving up shit. Yeah. You know, and Dickie's like, who told Harold to do this? Right. You know, because he doesn't believe Harold. Did it on his own. Yeah. He, he, he thinks it was one of the other families that's in the area because how are you going to come and shoot one of my guys? It can't be Harold. We yeah. were buddies. We were bros. He, exactly. was, he, was, he was in my crew. Now, even when he was in the crew, he was still sort of getting disrespected by a couple mm-hmm. of the other guys a little bit. Because he's a black man, yeah. racist. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean. They yeah. were all racist, yeah. really. Even Dicky, mm-hmm. you know, boy, they put them on the table. Yeah, and they what is what is that drill called? The uh, impact impact drill. 
pneumatic drill or yeah, some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the, whatever the freaking tire guys used to put on the bolts in the yeah, tire, to right? put on tires on and off. They yeah. stick this motherfucker in this dude's mouth. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's Dickie and, a bu- and Paulie and Sal are yeah. there, and they throw him on the table, and he gets the, the, the drill, and I think, oh, shit, he's about to drill this guy's arm. Fing- I thought he was going to do his fingers. A fing- yeah, something. I, I thought, like, yeah. just right in the mouth, right, right from oh, the go. Man. And fucking Paulie, I, got this, I just bought this jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me go on this side. Just bought off this jacket. Like it didn't make any fucking difference. Oh. Is there anything more terrifying than than having a drill bit in your mouth and then one of the other guys says, man, I just bought that. I don't want to get blood all over these yeah. clothes. You know shit is about to go down. Turn that drill on. Just knocks his fucking teeth all the fuck Everywhere. Out. <laughs> so gross. And he's like, who the fuck was it? And he goes, it was Harold. He's like, I, I know. I'm asking who did it. He's like, it was fucking Harold, motherfucker. Yeah. Then the guy, again, does some great shit. I ain't going to like no bitch. Pushes him off him. Right. Tries Goes to, to make a run for yeah, it. Yeah, gets yeah. shot. And so. gets shot a couple of times. So yeah. I'm glad yeah. he just like, you know, he wasn't just a, you know, just yeah. like, oh, God, no. You know, like, he was a really true soldier, true soldier. <laughs> you know, even though he died like a punk. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'd have gave up Harold so quick. What did I do? Drill, put a drill out. Harold yeah, was like, Harold. Oh, Harold. guys, one of guys. Time out, time out, time out. Listen, we don't, we don't got. To, I got like my teeth. Listen, I, what do you want? What you want from me? I work for you guys. Fuck Harold. Fuck Harold. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, y'all. That's right. I'm not dying for nobody. No. You can call me a snitch all you want. I'll be living. I'm a living snitch with your teeth. You can with still all chew my your teeth, food. my hands and fingers. You don't give a shit. <laughs> Hell no. Oh man. Pour me some more of that, please. Some of that more of that bullet. In honor of, I don't even know what that guy, in honor the soldier of, uh, guy, is Harold's was. cousin, Harold's cousin, who took a, a few bullets in the midsection. Yeah, man, his teeth rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> it was so gross because they were like pieces of his teeth up, like on his on his mm. chest and shit. It was gross. Oh man. So I wrote down. I don't know why. Tony's mom's a bitch. She never <laughs> believes in him. <laughs> just always shitting on that boy uh, <laughs> and then it kind of goes to i think they have a little moment where tony he goes and visits twin ray Liotta again, again in prison yeah. there and there was this weird fucking scene and i don't know again maybe this was a reference to the sopranos or whatever but he talking to him and he says oh well i'm a coach for a blind baseball team mm-hmm. and he's like blind baseball and he says yeah it's actually kind of whatever and then they do this weird like cut to the blind baseball game and it's like these kids somehow are playing base and like it felt like a dream sequence kind of like was he just bullshitting it definitely was, he, was a dream was he was just lying about yeah. this because then they it gets even more he's like shortstop to the left and the kid yeah. picks up the ball and they're like oh you're a hero ah. yeah yeah that was a weird and fucking scene for me and then when they cut out of it the Ray, gone. ray's gone and he's just like oh it which was- which is when i figured out he's not real yeah. You think so? He's not real. Okay. Totally going with that. Ah. Yeah. So he's kind of losing it a little bit and showing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and why I'm thinking this is because, again, the, the dream sequence. Yeah. I think after he killing his father, he starts to get a little whatever. Because I think he kind of visits Ray every time he kills somebody. Oh, I can't interesting. Know, I know that's true or not, but I, I kind of notice every time someone gets like murdered like that, he go he goes and visits his uncle. Yes, right, and he's just there. Yeah, and I can't recall where they have record players in jail. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Where, so it's kind of like all right. So to kind of cut ahead a little bit, Tony's mom meets the doctor, and she has some issues. Doctor suggests prescribing her some sort of like pill to help with like schizophrenia or something. Yeah, right? some sort of issue she's having. She can't sleep yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So when he shows that pamphlet to his uncle or Dickie to get the, the the pills, 
he seems slightly interested in them. Yeah. Right. Just kind of thinking like, oh shit, maybe he is kind of losing it a little bit. You know, because when you, he has a dream sequence, he cuts back and Ray's not there. Right. And no one's there. Right. I'm like, hmm. That seems weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's know. the only, you only ever see him interact with, exactly. with Dickie. That's it. You and he's only giving advice. Right. You know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, and he's, he just, it's just, you know, I killed a made guy. You know, that's all he said, really. Right. Which is what Dickie did. Yeah. You know, and now I'm here. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, if that was real or not yeah, real. You yeah, know? that's that's interesting. I never even picked up on that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It, their, their, their interactions were strange throughout the whole thing. And especially because just the way that he talks, the, Ray Liotta's character in mm-hmm. the prison, like as the twin, just the way that he was speaking to him, it just felt like almost like subconscious. Like yeah. when you when you're having an internal dialogue with yourself yep. and you're and you're trying to work through how to handle certain situations and whatever. It felt a lot like that, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. I, I, yeah, no, that very well could be. So that was my thought behind that when I was like, so earlier we were talking about him being like stupid and being there. I thought the same exact thing, but then he's like having that dream and he's not there. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Is he tripping the fuck out and he's actually not visiting anybody? Right. You know what He I mean? just misses his dad because he, yeah. he killed him. Yeah, it could yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, no one else acknowledges this twin brother. Right. Never. None of his guys ask, oh, yeah. hey, how was so-and-so, you know, do you visit? Just weird. Just weird. I mean, it could be wrong, but. No, I, I buy that. Yeah. So there's a point where uh, Dickie gives Tony some JBL speakers. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, like, they don't make speakers like that anymore. No. Like that good. No. Giant fucking speakers. That can fucking shake your house down. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. No speakers. Like, I just, like, where are those at? I want those. <laughs> I saw, I was like, where do you Oh, my God. I want those speakers. You can still get some speakers like that. Those things last forever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, at least until you throw them out a window. Yeah, like Tony did. <laughs> oh, it was a gift. Oh. It was a gift. So, <laughs> kind of cut to this, like, weird, like, pimp equestrian horse riding scene. Yeah, what was that all about? Dude? I don't know. So Harold goes to visit some friends. Yeah. Uh, Pamp and Some pimps. Yeah. And if there's any way you, people want to show people have money in movies, it's having them teach their kids equestrian. <laughs> right? Like, it shows someone's status. And it was so weird, like, because they're all dressed in, like, literally just black pimps. Yes. You know. Stereotypical. Hats, yeah. Fur coats. Fur coats. You got yeah. bitches there talking about stuff. And he's the money daddy. You know, like, it's like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stereotypical pimps. And some girl riding a horse in this like stable and they're like watching her do it all there. And I was like, it felt like these black people were only doing what they thought was supposed to be high class. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it was very weird. Like, you know, these motherfuckers don't want to ride no damn horses. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not saying like they don't, but it was just, it felt so out of place. It was like, hey, we got money. We should be teaching our kids how to ride horses right now. That's what, <laughs> that's what white folk do. So we're going to do it too. Like yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. it was really weird to me. It was also weird to me that the whole reason why Harold is doing his thing at this point is because he wanted to start his own thing. And all of a sudden he's paying this other guy. Right, unexplained. Like, who is this guy? Why is he paying him money? I, I yeah, that was yeah. I thought he was trying to get some drugs. Yeah, off homeboy. Yeah, because he started talking about heroin a little yeah. bit and and how it's going to change things or whatever. You can stick your arm into a hole, and the visible person just puts it in your arm, and gives you a little drug. That's the future, homie. That Actually, said. the future is they just cut out the middleman and just do it in an abandoned house. Yeah, you no know, middleman anymore. Yeah, this ain't the wire. <laughs> <laughs> Harold strikes first, so Dickie retaliates by killing Harold's cousin or something like that. So then Harold strikes back, which is what happens in these mob movies. You always have somebody who starts it, and then it's just back and forth and back and forth, and it elevates. And so it's uh, Dickie, uh, Tony's dad, 
I think Sal or Paul Paulie is there. Yeah. And then um, Joey Diaz's character is there. I don't even know that we ever got his name, really. And they're all talking and bullshitting and shit, coming out of a bar or something like that. And a car's rolling. Buddha. Yeah. Joey Coco. Buddha. So so Joey Diaz's last line in the movie, because he has to get his head blown off, um, they're talking about Dickie's Dickie's wife and how hot she is. Mm -hmm. And he says, I would eat her shit. And Dickie turns around and he's like, "What? What did you say?" And they start getting into a little scuffle, yeah, and don't notice the car creeping up on them, and they just start shooting from the car, right? It's yeah, like kind of yeah. like a drive-by. And as yeah, Dickie's holding uh, Buddha, yeah, he's holding, shaking him, yeah, shaking him, you know, and he gets his head fucking blown yeah. off, like <laughs> just dead, splattered. Yeah, yeah. And there's a big shootout that happens there. Harold's character, Leslie Odom, is walking down the street like fucking Terminator. Yeah, so with they, a shotgun. It starts in a van, and I really liked this shot. So they start the shooting from the van, and all of uh, Dickie and his guys take cover after they're getting shot and start shooting at this at the at the car these guys are in. And stupid movie moment, blind firing over the car with a revolver. So you've got five or six shots mm. maybe, and one of them happens to bling the driver of the van in the fucking head but it's a cool shot because mm. we're seeing from behind him we're in the back seat leslie odom jr's character harold up front in the passenger seat and the driver and the driver gets blipped right in the forehead and the van takes off and crashes right into a tree or a pole <laughs> yeah, or yeah. something that's right there i really like that shot i like like i said i like it when the violence just comes out of nowhere and it yeah. happens i mean no. happened to joey diaz yeah. rest in peace yeah head explosion head explosion and then this guy gets his brain blowed off and maybe the unluckiest shot in cinema history right but yeah then then leslie odom harold gets just out of the car like a awesome. fucking badass <laughs> and he's he just walking down the street getting shot at they're still oh, shooting yeah. at him and he's just like unload the shotgun yeah, yeah 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 they're returning fire and this van drives <laughs> right in front so just psa to all our listeners out there if you're ever rounding the corner and there are many men shooting at each other just stop. Yeah. Put that some bitch in reverse, reverse yeah. and go back the other way. Do not try to drive between. Don't drive through them. The people that are shooting at. Pro be- tip. Yeah. It's a pro tip. <laughs> pro tip for you, because they just get fucking wasted going going between. Oh, he fires a shotgun. Right. That would have killed Dicky probably. Yeah. And then the van but, just but comes in play. The, yeah, it hits the the driver of the van, and that poor fucking van just and then gets catches on fire yeah. and shit. <laughs> and just that. That was, a, that was, was pretty, pretty crazy. Funny. It, it was it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very yeah. comical fire. Just hit flames. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is a cool shot to me. So Dickie runs into the building. Yeah. Uh, and Harold uh, kicks open the door, mm-hmm. and they're like, and it's just a shadow of flames behind him. He's yes. Got, he's got that shotgun, right? Yeah. And I was like, that's a pretty cool fucking shot. And he's sort of stalking Dickie. Dickie runs into this store trying to get trying to get away, mm-hmm. get a get a gun. I that that part was weird to me that he. He got the shotgun in the store that he went into. Like, yes, yeah, so it was behind the bar. It was behind the bar. Behind okay. the bar, grabbed the gun, loaded it. I loved all of the the angles and the whole the whole setup of the shootout. But Harold shoots that shotgun. I don't know how many fucking times. Too many for having. Yeah. He, and we don't ever see him reload. I thought he. I saw him loaded one time. He gets right. he gets behind the car. Right. Yeah. I yeah, thought yeah, he yeah. loaded a couple. But a but when he's Terminator Man and he's just shooting, oh, yeah. shooting, shooting, we never see him. That drives me crazy. <laughs> In action movies, the reloading is a really essential part of a shootout. It allows you to have a pace of, 
a lot of action and then some tension because you got to reload mm-hmm. and then maybe the bad guys get a, a you know reposition on you mm-hmm. or you know whatever it give, it gives the the shootouts like you know levels mm-hmm. and a lot of times I, th- I feel like those scenes get shot where they're reloading, but they just they don't make it. Yeah, in the they movie. cut it out. They right? cut it out because we need it's, it gets done an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, which is a shame because I like seeing the reloads. It just it adds a realness to it. Um, you see Dicky load up his double barrel shotgun, mm-hmm. but once he's in the bar, yeah, and so they're sort of stalking each other, and you get this really nice moment where Dicky's got the shotgun up and he's just sort of waiting. It's he's like, listening. He's listening for the, for the steps, right? Yeah, yeah, so he yeah, hears yeah, this. Yeah. He's like, "All right, he's got the door now." Right, and he shoots and he puts a round through the door. Harold again with his brilliant, just brilliant yeah. strategic schemes looks through the hole. I thought for sure Harold was about to die. So did I. Like what? <laughs> Luckily, the cops are coming. Right. And he let, but like, what the fuck are you thinking? But so he looks through the hole. They make eye contact. So now they know that. Oh, Dicky knows it's Harold, and, mm-hmm. and you know Harold obviously knew. Yeah, you know. which can explain why Dicky hesitated. I guess right. Yeah. Like, oh, it really is fucking you trying to kill me. Right. What the fuck? And then the cops come. That's why Harold dips. Right. Yeah. You know, and it kind of just fades to black. Which is weird because either one of them, all they have to do is shoot either through the hole that's there. It won't yeah. take but a second. And he just leaves. That was yeah. weird. That was that was plot armor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> true. True, true, true. At the funeral of uh, Buddha, mm-hmm. Junior's walking. It's raining. Uh, oh, yeah. It's not real. I, I guess I, it contradicts my statement of earlier. It does rain in Jersey. Apparently it does. How about uh, also in this scene, um, why it's raining, this is when Tony takes... Um, Dicky the pills or the pamphlet for the pills. Yeah. And tries to convince him to buy them for his mom. Hey, she won't get them for herself. Can you, I know you can get things. Can you get these pills for her? Right. Um, this is for me is where Tony's accent broke down from his, his father's. Like mm-hmm. I felt like he was doing pretty well doing his father's, you know, accent from the show. Yeah. Um, here it just was kind of too much a little bit, you yeah. know, maybe the rain was getting in his mouth and he wasn't able to form the words right. I don't mm-hmm. know, but no, just joking. But it just, for this, this scene alone was like, I, I noticed it more like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, he's trying. But other than that, so Junior's walking on the steps, leaving the church, slips very just hilariously. Whaps his back hits, on the Hits steps. his back and he's yeah. hurt, right? Yeah. So Dickie, like anybody else, is laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, just laughing. Tries to get him up and Junior slaps to his hand. Fuck you. Yeah. And it, gets super pissed about it. Yeah. I mean, it was a Bugs Bunny type fall. Yeah. I mean, his legs went out from under him and hit his back. Hit his back. Square on the step. Hard. Yeah. 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 So then we cut to Junior, like later on, cut to Junior trying to have sex with his wife. He's on top. Can't can't get it working. She gets on top of him. He's like, ah. And then he goes, fucking Dicky. Yeah. We have Mula Santi, his name is. And she's like, Dicky didn't fucking cause you to fall, he, you know? Yeah. So he's just mad at Dickie for laughing. I remember this stuff happening in the show a lot, too. Like, Junior's getting mad for people doing, like, laughing at him. Right. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And him being vindictive as well in the show. Like, he tries to kill Tony. Right. In the show. Yes. So, um... I've seen that episode, everybody. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got the scene where Dickie's now with his mistress. Yeah. Tells her she didn't get the hair salon. She's super excited. Yeah. Yay. It's everything I ever wanted. Yeah, and they, we have a love little love montage where they're driving up the coast mm. and they're going out to dinner. And it was at this moment that I feel like she's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like she does die. It doesn't go down the way I thought it was oh, going to yeah. go. I thought that Harold was going to retaliate or was going to try to kill Dickie again and was going to kill the girl. Yeah, because now he's happy. Because Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's happy with his woman. No, that is not what happened no, at no. all. So 
she kind of goes, you know, you were leaving all the time. Mm-hmm. I thought you didn't love me anymore. I thought maybe you didn't love me anymore. Right. And, he, and he said, if I don't love you anymore, it wouldn't, you wouldn't mistake it as a maybe. Right. <laughs> that was a great yeah. fucking line. And that was great cool. line. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. then as, you know, as, as people like to blunder in this movie, she tells him about the affair. Right. With Harold. Yes. You're thinking the whole time, don't bitch, don't say don't it. Say don't say it. it. He is his father's son. You mm-hmm. know what his father kicked you down steps for having feminine products in the bathroom. Right. What do you think his son's going to do if you tell him you fuck some other dude? Mm-hmm. Well, exactly what he did. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He fucking drowned that bitch in the ocean. Oh, yeah. In the ocean. In the ocean. Ocean. Rest in peace to Ralphie May. That scene was so intense. Yeah. The, the conversation that they were having... All you hear is audio of the ocean going, mm-hmm. the waves crashing, the color is super desaturated for that whole scene, and you just hear the gurgles and burgles in the water. There's nobody yeah. else on the beach, and he fucking just drowns this girl in broad daylight. Oh, yeah, dude. And even, like, her conversation with, like, what she's trying to tell him, because, again, it's broken English. Right. You know, someone came to me, and maybe I said yes. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean? You said maybe you said you said yes, like you fucked him. Yeah. Like yes, I, come fuck me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I said yes. You know, like and it's like, damn, dude. Like, but again, she she does this because she goes, we're about to go into business together. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like a like 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 a marriage. Right. I want to tell you the truth, right, about what happened, right. Yeah. And for him to get mad when he's going home and fucking his wife, mm-hmm. you know, I just well, anyway the whole yeah, obviously that's 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 men in every situation like right. that. So that part of that conversation was why I really wanted more. You you get it in Goodfellas. You get the the wife versus the mistress in Goodfellas, the movie Ray Liotta, and you just didn't get that. Like I just kept forgetting that this guy had was married and that this was his side woman. Mm. But yeah, he had no right to be mad at her. She's the mistress. But as soon as she came clean, I was like, he gonna drown. Her. He gonna yeah. He I gonna knew it. Her. I knew it. She's as soon to, as she said, she's about to die in the ocean. Especially when she says that it was Harold. Because oh God! Guess yeah. what? That man is trying to kill me. Who right was now. it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it was. It fucking matters yeah. who it was. I would have lied my ass off. Some oh, guy, some guy just met at the bar. I'd have pointed some. Listen, yeah, some guy at the bar. I don't know. He was out of town. He, he came through the city. Yeah. You know, and just, she, well, she gone. She dead. She dead. R.I.P. She dead. Geppetto. G- G- I don't yeah. remember what her name was. Just Sepina. Just Sepina. We're fucking that name up, by the way. Someone's gonna be like, so it's sorry. said like this, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is he goes back to again after he kills her he goes back to see his uncle mm-hmm. some which again so if I tell he kills someone every time someone dies yeah he's back in there talking to his conscience yes right and then he says that line you know that song favorite things yeah you know, maybe some of the things you choose aren't God's favorite right and I was like you this guy's this ominous figure just throwing out these these conscious words you know yeah. like so it just for me now I could be totally fucking wrong on this but I just was like this guy's not real he's just like this well and he he gives him the advice earlier too where he it's not the things it's the wanting of the things that is the bad thing just stop wanting stuff yeah because it's the wanting that causes you to do this and that mm, that and causes whatever. the pain yeah that causes the pain um, that was one of the other times he visits him. He he gives him that little nugget. But it's like he's talking to God. I'm doing good yeah. deeds. Like, why are bad things still happening to me? Right, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, and yeah. so I was like, man, this is like, it feels like he's just talking to this, you know, in his mind, this mm-hmm. character. Yeah. And so he gives him that advice of like, you know, the best present you can give Tony this Christmas is to not fucking yeah. talk to him. Yeah, just stay out of his life. Out, yeah. Yeah. Don't fuck him up too. Mm-hmm. So he tries to do that. And Tony is persistent on being with his uncle. Goes up, calls him up multiple times. 
goes to visit him at the place where they're doing the job. Yeah. And that's when I start to think he, like I said, instead of five more, he's looking at his hand, his hand's shaking. Mm-hmm. He starts to kind of laugh and cry like he's fucking losing it. Yeah. That scene where he's he's alone in, in the little station and he's got his guys working on stuff and yeah, he starts weeping and mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, oh yeah, he is kind of, he's losing it a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, he's been through so much. He killed his own father and then he murdered the woman that he loves, presumably, it's the only woman we've really seen him be happy with in yep. the whole movie. He's sort of got this look on his face of like, I'm doing all these things. Like, what is this life that yeah. I'm living right now? You know, you can kind of see that on him. And I felt bad for him in that moment. And I felt bad for him because he's so broken. And his guys are right. You can see their shadows. Yeah, they keep going back. You see them walking back and forth. You see them walking back and forth in the background. And they're just doing their jobs. They're unloading a truck or whatever they're fucking doing. And it's like, I felt really bad for the guy. Because he's alone. He's alone. Mm. He's just by himself, even though he's got his and guys. He, he said that to Junior, too. Yeah. At the funeral, when his dad died, I'm alone. I have nobody. Yeah. I got. At least you have your brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got nobody. I got yeah. nobody. You can consider me your brother, is what Junior says. Yeah. As Dickie's losing it in the warehouse, um, Paulie, no, Sal. Sal comes up to him, and he goes, hey, you know, Tony's here. He's a good kid. You're all he got. His fucking dad's whatever. His mom's fucking psycho. You know, you're the best thing he's got in his life, man. Just go see him, you mm-hmm. know. And he's and finally, Dickie breaks down. You know what? Tell him to be at the horse tracks at 9 o'clock in the morning, right? So I knew then it wasn't going to happen, right? Yeah. Like, he's not going to meet Tony, mm-hmm. you know, um, just by the nature of things, right? But I was not expecting him to get fucking double tapped. Yeah. You know, putting things in his trunk. There are times in, in cinema where shots linger too long on characters doing strange things and you know something's coming. Mm-hmm. And I knew something was coming when he started messing around, like putting things into his trunk or he was like getting some folding chairs out or some shit. And yeah. I'm like, he's about to die, you mm-hmm. know? And sure enough, somebody walks in and bop, yeah. think, oh shit, Harold got him. Because you don't, we don't rack focus to the, the guy that mm-hmm. shoots him. But the thing that gave it away that was weird was way back when, when Harold goes to talk to the pimps and he says, you know, I've got to handle this shit. The pimps give him a gun. And they say, Merry Christmas, here you go, whatever, yeah. you know. And so he takes the gun. The gun does not have a suppressor on it. Exactly. And when Dickie gets shot in the head, it's suppressed. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, that wasn't the same gun. No. Not at all. And they know Harold can't get a gun like that. Right. So really great mob movie death there for Dickie, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Dickie. We move on and the double cross. Yeah. Custa Jr. in a phone booth. Yeah. And he was like, I took care of it. It's done. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's done. That's what it was. And it's like, holy shit. I'm assuming the death of Tony's uncle mm-hmm. is brought up in the show, and it might be a point of contention. I don't know if, if it's ever known in the show that Junior murders I'm not sure. Tony's all, uncle so or not. So give you some background, too. Me and Rob, this is the first movie we watched together. Right. At the yeah, same we time. literally just watched it. Yeah. <laughs> and... After watching it, came in here and did the podcast right away. So, but it was very difficult not to talk, not to say shit during, during the, movie. the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Even like we try to like then say like holy shit. So there, when when after uh, see Dicky gets killed, yeah, and it cuts to Junior in the phone booth and he goes, "It's done." We both said, "Oh shit!" Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I'm really curious. Um, you know, hit us up, uh, email the show, comment if that was a reveal. Because I don't know. I don't know if that's something that maybe the fan like has yeah. never been determined. Maybe he's always been referenced, like that Junior 
had done this, mm-hmm. but the movie one hundred percent confirmed the fact that Junior took out Dicky. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was a big holy shit. I think it's a holy shit that basically Dicky's uncle killed him, and his Dicky's son Chris, his uncle killed him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's just bad for that family, yeah, man. Don't trust your uncles, people. <laughs> like, isn't that wild? It's no. Which is wild because you know the ma- mafia movies is all about family. It's just like Fast yeah. and Furious is all about family. Family. <laughs> At this point, now it's Tony's dad becomes the leader now, right. which is now Junior's brother, right? So, and I forget if Junior kills Tony's father in the show. I don't remember. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, sorry. Sorry, viewers. Yeah, sorry. I forget. I totally forget. But look, here, here's here's the thing. And you have to remember this going in. Right. So this is a movie. It's a singular thing. And you should be able to watch said movie without any reference exactly. to anything that it's that exactly. it is existing, in, which you're able to do, which you're 100 percent mm-hmm. able to do. But if you have seen some of the show, at least you can pick up on some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoyed throughout the whole movie. Young Tony did a really good job of like mimicking some of his dad's mannerisms yeah. and like how he said stuff and yeah. how he reacted to things. Same thing with Paulie and, and oh, yeah. Sal. Like they were, you know, yeah. he was walking around like this yeah. the whole time. And, you know, and he was always like looking yeah. down like that, you know, and, so okay, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like they really mm-hmm. paid special attention to those characters in the movie. Yeah, and it says too. So at the, at Dickie's funeral, that lady goes, "Oh, you know, he had those those pills in his pocket." Mm-hmm. And his, his mom's like, "Yeah, we always knew something was like." So it made me think too. Like, did he get the pills for for her or for him? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Was it yeah. for her? And they start taking them. You know what I mean? Yeah. They how long they have the pills? Basically, right? Right. Yeah. It's just in his pocket. Like, why are they in his pocket? You know, like so. It made me think. Was he actually just started taking them because he was losing his shit? That's right. why he was talking to his, you know, his, his uncle and shit like that. Yeah. It's at the funeral, mm-hmm. and I think it ends right there where Chris just saying, because Tony walks through the casket, sees the his uh, looks at the look at the ring, and he remembers the pinky promise right that he gave him to not get in trouble. Yeah, uh, Dicky. So earlier in the movie, Dicky and Tony kind of Tony's acting up in school, and Dicky kind of like, "Hey, stop doing bad shit and make pinky promise." They pinky promise. So when he sees him dead in the casket, it kind of like does the weird thing where he Tony envisions himself pinky promising him. In the casket. Yeah. And then Chris says, that's the guy, my Uncle Tony, the guy I went to hell for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woke up this morning. Yeah. Day. yeah they, they roll the Sopranos <laughs> theme song in there at the end. Got yourself a gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's it. That's how the, that's movie, the movie ends. It, well, yeah. it cuts the hero real quick. Yeah. It, it and like it a shows sort him, of after yeah. credit scene, kind of. Kind yeah. of showing him being established in yeah. the community. In the community. Yeah. Uh, and handing out a bunch of fucking cash. Lots of money to yeah. white good people, yeah, and them loving a- it. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Kind of like showing him in a position of power. Yes. Now that we've covered the whole movie, is the Many Saints of Newark worth watching? No, I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. Hell yes, hell yes is yes. worth watching. Yes. yes, it's definitely worth watching. If you haven't seen The Sopranos, it's still a great mob movie, mm-hmm. even though it was nothing like I expected it to be. No, for me it was it was slow in some parts. Yes, but. It was. It reminded me of an episode. Honestly, it was like the show. So if you enjoyed the show, yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's there's lots of 
world building and lots of table setting and it's definitely slow i mean young young tony who is in all the trailers it made it seem like it was a tony soprano movie so you're waiting you're waiting it's 30 fucking minutes he's not in the movie yet yeah not at all i paused it at one point and was like what the fuck yeah it it was not at all what i expected it to be then i think back to what the title of the fucking movie is Mm -hmm. the many saints right Mm-hmm. It's a reference to that there's lots of people mm-hmm. in this in this community, in this story. And so I was like, okay, fine. As long as you're cool with some of the slowness. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, I didn't mind. I didn't mind either. I hope they make more of these uh, because they've definitely left it open. And I feel like where the movie ends is right where I thought the movie was going to begin almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I expected like act one to be what the entire movie was. And then I was waiting for young Tony to start getting his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. And, but that's where the movie ends. And I was like, finally in, I was like, I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah. And the fucking movie's over. Done. Done. And that was two hours in too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 So um, out of 10, what do you give it? Ooh. Okay. Um, I wrote my down right after. I give it a 6.8. Ooh. Okay. I did 6.5. Okay. <laughs> the only reason I didn't get it a 6.5 is the last movie we watched. Or no, two movies ago, okay. I gave it a 6.5. Yeah. And so I didn't want to do 6.5 again, but that's probably what I was going to do. Yeah, I did 6.5. Okay. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 74% from the critics. Okay. And 62 from the fans. So it looks like us and the fans are pretty aligned. Pretty aligned. Yeah. Uh, let's see. On IMDb, I think it was like a 7-something, if I recall. Yeah, 7.1. I feel like I really wish it was almost a half an hour longer. I wish we would have gotten more family stuff with not just with Dickie and his actual mm-hmm. wife and the conflict there between the mistress, but also like Tony's dad isn't in like really even in it at all. Yeah, he's like a minor character. Minor character. And you got John Bernthal and he is a fantastic actor. At least you want to fucking somebody up. One yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. Like one he, time I saw my dad bust some dude's teeth out. You right. know, like, yeah, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, it was slow in some parts for me. Try, I was trying to separate myself from like not thinking of the show when I saw certain things. Right. Many Saints in New York. So, yeah. it's worth watching. Go fucking watch it. Go if watch you have it. HBO Max. Next time, we're going to watch The Vault. Yes. Um, it's a show. Wow. It's a movie on Netflix. Uh, it came out in 2021. So, um, it's about a heist. Heist movie. Gotta watch those. Gotta love a heist movie. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. So, that's it. We're going to watch The Vault next time. And let's hope it's fucking worth watching. <laughs> part of the problem is is so i've got the movie poster pulled up here jesus christ (laughs) and i just i I just clipped deadpool killed bob he killed bob ross (laughs) yeah Yo, they vendido, I got family. Yeah, yeah, family. I never, nothing will get rid of us. But we all come back together as family. You heard y'all needed a little love out here. That Tyrese. Oh, look, a big ass plane. We taking out planes and trains and automobiles. Boom, boom, boom. Driving cars in the desert here. Helicopters. That car just got jumped off a cliff and got picked up by a plane. And then we got John Cena. You can't see him in the movie. Charlie Sterion.
Or Theron, how you want to say it. If she's in it, then... then Charlize Theron's in it. Because she's in Fast 8, too. Oh, yeah, see? So there you go. Rodriguez cut her hair short. Dom just fell out of the fucking mine shaft. Now he's in the water. And then you got some other... Hold on, we got him to come in. We got some people in a shitty-ass set here in Japan. Getting two-time right there. Han's back with a sniper rifle. Oh, shit. They're around beer kegs. Vin Diesel's back in his cutoff. Not looking as strong as before. Ludacris over here. Oh, Han, Vin Diesel. Some some black chick. She's British. Oh, 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 oh. Wipers. Oh, somebody's doing parkour. John Cena's now repelling in the city. Uh, Theron's back. Cena's back. Car chase. Someone shifting gears. Old lady. She's white. Vin Diesel spins out. And car chase. Back to old white lady. Looks like M from... Uh, what's that show? Goldeneye. Vin Diesel has oh, a car that's a magnet. But it repels cars. Dame, of, Dame, <laughs> Dame Judy Dench is in this movie? Yeah, M's in it. And then we go, oh, yeah, cars went sideways through a magnet, through another car. John Cena is now flipping a fucking bus. Bam. Car dodges said bus. Bus hits another car. John Cena goes, you can't see me. And then down a hill, Vin Diesel dumps over the... Oh, hold on. Hold on. He can't do that shit in real life. Then he, the car goes down the hill. Vin Diesel's inside the thing as it repels around. Jet. Jet. Vin Diesel in car. Jet comes around. Flips car. Charlie Steron shoots rockets. Vin Diesel's like, fuck that rocket. Dodge it with this bus. Bus flips over and off a cliff. Dun, 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 dun. Family nine. And then Ludacris puts duct tape on his suit somehow. Now punching it out in the submarine. Black people don't get submarines, first off. That's not realistic. And then that's it. That was that was the trailer, guys. That was the real the re- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch this movie. 